want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joe's workshop, there's more than two. Let's watch Hello, hello. Uh, welcome to... What was the song? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Let's Going watch... Bananas. Something... Let's coconuts. W- oh, <laughs> yes. Well, let me introduce the show. My name is Mike Spiegelman. I am very excited to have as our special guest host today, Alyssa Westerlund. Hi. Hi. It's great to have you. It, oh, thank you. It's great you're, to be here. You're one of my favorite comics. I don't like watching comics, but I always like watching your, your set. Thank you. Yeah, thank it you. Always, uh, always makes my day. Uh, so I'm very excited to have you here. Uh, here, Listen, thank you so much. This is the podcast, Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman, or Michael Spiegelman, but call me Mike. It's more anonymous. Good, good. I feel more like a face in a crowd. Uh, we are very excited. We are going to do what the show is described. And by the way, you can subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, excuse me, on iTunes, see, not YouTube, iTunes, but we are in the system by our initials, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. <laughs> very easy to remember. Do you, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Very easy. So if you want to subscribe to us, that's terrific. If you would like to turn on your browser and watch the movie and listen to a podcast at the same time, which is the idea, you could go to our blog spot at let's watch a full length movie on youtube.blogspot.com. And uh, today, let me go ahead and type in, we're very excited uh, to be presenting a movie from 1979. And uh, so go ahead to YouTube, whether you use your laptop, your desktop, uh, your phone. I'm using the computer far away. Our movie today is the 1979 Going Coconuts. And that's going with a no G. It's an apostrophe. Going Coconuts. Uh, and let's go ahead and type that in and see. Going Coconuts. All right. And uh, let's go ahead and use uh, the version hosted by our dear friend, Dav E. I'm so nearsighted. I should be more professional. Dov, and then capital E, Evans, 066. He, uh, so nice of us to post this movie. Uh, Going Coconuts, starring Donnie and Marie. Hang on a sec here. i got to unplug that. And I don't think there's any ads. So we just hit one. It's buffering. And here we go. Away we go. Ooh. Oh, man. Osmond production. Great colors. It's really well done. Who else produced this movie? There's, oh, there's the music. We don't want any of this music playing because uh, I'll have to pay the rights. Donnie and Marie Osmond, aren't you excited? Oh yeah. Uh, do you know Donnie and Marie Osmond? I n- no, no idea. Going coconut. You you have no idea of Donnie and Marie? None, none. I'm just 
I was neglected. All right, here's some music. We're starting right off with a musical number. Oh, my God, that dress. Do you think, here they are. That's Donnie. Oh. That's Marie. Oh. They're married, and they're a music, uh, musical act. I'm kidding. They're brother and sister. Really? Yeah. Okay. So they're part of the Osmond family, which is a uh, performance sensation. It's four brothers who were a uh, barbershop quartet. They're out of Utah. They are Mormon. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I don't know about these co-starring people, uh, if they're Mormons, but they're from Utah. And uh, they hit it big. And uh, they had two other brothers, uh, Jimmy and uh, Donnie, who are super young. And Marie, that was their only uh, sister. And... Um, Donnie and Marie became a duo and a hit sensation. And see, they're dancing to disco oh. music right now. So in 1976, they had their own show on ABC, I believe. Fred Silverman gave them the Donnie and Marie show. Uh, that's Donnie. He was 18 years old. Oh. And she was 16 years old. She was one of the f- youngest uh, uh, title stars. And they had a variety show where they had ice skating. And uh, they would come out and sing and dance. And it was produced by Sid and Marty Croft, who are best known for HR Puff and stuff. Yeah, this is great. I mean, her shoes. I mean, their moves. I mean, they got. I'm, I'm jealous. I like dancing. She's she's got this. Yeah. You like you Bam. like those moves? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is great. They're into it. So you know, they're known for being wholesome because, like I said, they're brother and sister. And then, by the way. Uh, and so you you know they're very wholesome. They're not going to be singing love tunes to each other. Right. Uh, they just love to sing and dance. So they had a show, and it was on like Friday nights, and it was amazingly popular. And w- they did one of the strangest things, which was they just said we don't. They negotiated to move the production. F- I hope I'm not interrupting the song, but from Los Angeles to Utah, and they built a studio, a two two point five million dollar studio. And they produced their television show from there. Wow. And uh, it ran for four seasons, five seasons. And uh, it was called The Osmond Family Show. Who's that old guy? Because I know him. He's a character actor. He might even be the director. Okay, because I've seen him a lot. My parents were in a cult in the 70s, so I really don't... Your parents were in a cult in the 70s? So they missed the 70s. So I didn't get introduced to anything that happened in the 70s or 80s, really. Uh, What were you doing in 1979 when this movie came out? Well, I wasn't born yet, but my parents were, you know, it's like... In a cult? Yeah, they were in a cult. So when I asked them about the 70s, they both, they have no... They weren't allowed to uh, watch, you know, what was going. They, it was just a trip. Like they don't know any music from the. So I just didn't get introduced to anything from the seventies. What did your parents? So, uh, well, what did your parents listen to? I mean, what music did you hear? Oh, oh, God. Well, Jefferson Airplane. You know, obviously, uh, we got Pink Floyd, Fiends. They love Tracy Chapman. They loved uh, Janis Joplin. They loved Jeff. You know, um, but yeah, the be you know the Beatles, a lot of Bob Dylan. But yeah, stuff from the sixties. But no, but no, uh, Donnie and Marie. Uh, How about I almost put on Sonny and Cher. Sonny and Cher has a a movie themselves from nineteen sixty eight called good times and uh they know i gotta do like a whole 70 i gotta catch up basically i gotta go back this right now that is called a phone booth (laughs) okay it's okay so i mean now that i explain what Dottie and marie and the Austin family are Uh, that is a public thing where you can close the door and uh have a private conversation on the payphone and a payphone is a device (laughs) he's I feel like you use a card. Oh, wow. Okay. Ooh, he's got a special uh, he's jewelry. He's the bad guy. I wonder if our friend Dave has subtitles. Nope. Screw that. 
No, I can't. So these are all character actors. I don't think... So the only other thing I got to say about this movie is the director is a character actor and voice talent that uh, has done, like, directed Three's Company episodes. He's appeared in uh, Andy Griffith as a town character. And for me... He's the voice of Mr. Peoples in the Magilla Gorilla Show. Magilla Gorilla Show. <laughs> Magilla Gorilla. No, no. Uh, that was from the 60s. Uh, so Magilla Gorilla was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon, and he had a song. And the zoo, the pet keeper, the pet store owner was named Mr. Peoples. Uh. And he was voiced... Do you know who this guy is? No, but I rec- I mean, I recognize him. That's Lurch from the Adams Family. Oh, my Ted God. Ted Cassidy. Oh, my God. So what they're doing, and I'll explain this, too. I'm going to explain everything. Okay. I'm going to mansplain this. I'm going to 70s mansplain this. Uh, they're waiting in line at the phone booth because <laughs> that guy is on the phone so long, and they need to make a phone call, and they got to wait for the guy to get off the phone to make a call. And then sometimes the guy might hang up and put another dime in. You go, hey, it's a dime. Hey, buddy, one call. <laughs> so Donnie and Marie are known for their teeth. Uh-huh. That's why the coconut in that picture had big teeth. Okay. That's their trademark. Teeth. Yeah, they got great teeth. So uh, Cameron literally climbed up a tree for this shot. We're watching Lurch walk around with a phone. See, this is before wireless phones. And that, that's the phone cord, yeah. He's just taking the phone. I believe this is odd job. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> okay, he is a giant. He's got to be seven-something. Seven yeah, eight. oh, absolutely. Yeah. He was the butler. He was the, the butler of the Adams family. And, uh, oh. I recognize him, too. Yeah, he was the mayor in Police Academy 6, City Under Siege, I think. I took a, I read a cursory note on all these guys. So, they're, they're, they're naming all their siblings. This is their real-life siblings. Mormon family. <laughs> That's, that was a Jew making a joke about Utah. Mm-hmm. It's Jew against Mormon in this movie. I don't know if it's going to be pretty or not. Speaking of pretty or not, check out this 70s architect of the bus terminal. Yeah. There's sitting by the ashtray. An ashtray is because you could smoke in public and you put out cigarettes. Craziness. That's a newspaper that he's reading, which was before the internet. <laughs> <laughs> people people still read them. I don't understand it. Oh, I, I like to read the free daily. Because I get to do the crossword puzzle and then I get to put it down on my bus. And yeah. someone else can pick up and read it. Yeah, no, newspapers are good. For, um, you know, bacon grease. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is like two fans. They get a priest. So this is a, a very original spy espionage premise, which is everyone wants that necklace, and they have the necklace. And so everyone wants to get the necklace. Right, and okay. And they got it because the So the priest, blonde and red is, a bad, is bad. Yeah. Okay. Anyone who rides the bus and hangs out in bus terminals are bad, so you, you know pretty much everyone here is bad. Okay. So 
See another Jewish joke. <laughs> the Jew doesn't realize the priest doesn't have a wife and kids. Right. So they're going to Honolulu. So you, uh, maybe I could play it on my phone. And that's what I'll do. Yeah. One of the cheesiest things of this film is that they go to Hawaii. First off, it's like Utah, right? Right. And they want to go to Hawaii. That's that's the movie. They're like, well, wow, I pay money to. It's a lot cheaper than, than flying to Hawaii if I just go see a movie. If I go see a movie in 1979, that's $4.50 to transpose myself. Now he's going to another phone, <laughs> pay phone. And he called the operator. You got to put in a lot of money to make a long distance call. It's not like a phone, a cell phone. Right. So they were also spokespeople for Hawaiian Punch. <laughs> And I'm going to play some Hawaiian Punch commercials from YouTube after this movie. Perfect. Uh, including a Christmas Hawaiian Punch season's greetings. But they would sing a song like, come on and go Hawaiian. Yeah, we'll hear it later. Okay. Uh, I don't, I'm not doing it justice. So it's a little cheesy to be a spokesperson for something called Hawaiian Punch. And then that same year, come out with a movie where they go to Hawaii. Come on, coconut. And... Can we? What's up with Hawaiian Punch? I don't know. Have you drank Hawaiian Punch? Not since I was a little kid, and never at home because my mom we you know we had milk and orange juice and water. But uh, yeah, so Hawaiian Punch it was just it was crazy to me. I was like, this shit's really sweet. Yeah. The Jug Man, he's got like isn't that his name? The Jug Man or whatever he is. That's Kool Aid Man. Kool Aid Man. There we go. So you're talking about Hawaiian Punch that was like pre-sweetened. Oh. No, no, but it was the reason it was called Hawaiian Punch. in the 60s, uh, I was reading up on this. Uh, it, it, the flavor, the original flavor when it came out was made with apricots, apples, uh, papayas, guava, mm. uh, pineapple, and uh, mango. Mm-hmm. And maybe a, seven, and a seventh one. And if you look at the ingredients, the, the, the seven original fruits are still in Hawaiian punch. But the first ingredient after water is corn syrup. Right. Right. Which and if you get the sugar-free one, the the original light, the the ruby red light, aspartame. the last ingredient, the last ingredient is aspartame, yeah. which means like that shit is so toxic that even if it's the least minuscule amount of something, it's still going to be super sweet enough. Whereas with corn syrup, you have to have that as the predominant right. ingredient. That's another reason why I don't give a shit about diet either. Uh, but anyway, so. It's made out of like a puree, less than 2% of it. I mean, I think it's temp- still 10% fruit juice, but it's less than 2% of, of uh, concentrate of those seven ingredients. And I feel like it's appropriating, and it was originally an ice cream topping, and they made it turn into a soda. And it's part of uh, RJR Nabisco, and they sold it to Dr. Pepper. <laughs> so the Dr. Pepper owns Hawaiian Punch. But I, I bring it up because it's an appropriation of another culture. I mean, it's Hawaii does have a beverage it does have not only have those fruits but those fruits are in a traditional drink right and so these guys use those fruits and called it hawaiian just as much as like if they had a reuben sandwich and they call it a jewish sandwich or you know it's a Viennese mate. I, I heard the brazilians are going nuts over our appropriation of their um their mate um or whatever it's yeah we Herba mate right yeah. it's always a history about and like it's the poor Italian sandwich everyone's eating it off of gondolas and like I mean if they were spokespeople for Irish Spring uh, they would be uh, going to Ireland right and uh, going green and uh, it's just a name and that becomes incorporated uh, so I always find that just kind of tacky and this is kind of a little tacky about that 
Like she's just she's sticking the necklace in his face. So if she was 16 in 1976, and this is three years later, she just stuck her 19-year-old chest in those two old white guys' faces. That's she's adorable though. I totally get it. I mean, they are a great duo. Oh yeah, super cute. Well, they uh, not only uh, I mean during the 90s they came out with their own daytime talk show called Donnie and Marie, which is one of the neat things. Uh, uh, but she's uh, she had a weight uh, eating disorder, partially because someone someone said she a uh, studio executive said that she looked fat. Uh, of course she did. We always look fat, man. I mean, on 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 video, I feel bad for these ladies. I mean, at least she didn't get cracked out or whatever they did to um, um, what's Dorothy? You know. Dor- oh, Judy Garland. Yeah, they just you get cracked out. And then. Uh, What's his face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just, a eating disorder, schmeating disorder. It just seems like it goes, it's like a matter of course, goes with the territory. Yeah, it's really, especially because it's, uh, they're entertainers who are entertaining family. So it's like, you on stage on, on a heightened reality, and then you off stage is blurred because what you present on stage is your family. So when you get off stage to your family, you know, it's the family. There's a family that the public knows, and there's family that you have off stage, and then it's all blurred because everyone performs. You know, and uh, not everyone was. Uh, I hate to say, it, not all the Osmonds were that talented. Yeah, how could they be all that? T- you know, there's got to be a couple. So what I'm excited about is Hawaii, oh uh, in the 70s. Hawaii. Oh yeah. Okay, so they're buddies now. They made friends on the plane. Or oh, yeah. Well, she well, I guess so. Well, I guess she, Donnie's trying to... No bra. I love her. Love the red oh lace. No bra. Bam. <laughs> Not so wholesome after all. That's the, the director had 16 shot, takes of that shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he was like, we got to get this bounce just right. You, well, I'm going to call you Walker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're mission, mission to walk. <sighs> So Lurch and uh, Henchmen are uh, fo- also following. There's Western Airlines. God, okay. I, I always fly Western Airlines. That's my favorite. <laughs> they have a great website. Very easy to manage. <laughs> have you tried their app? No. Western Airlines? No. Western Airlines app. Yeah. Every time you fly, uh, they give you sunglasses so you don't have to look at their gaudy colored. Uh, we're inside the plane right now. Oh, back in the plane. Was that guy dead, the priest? I don't know. It looks dead like priest coming through. Something. Oh, yeah, they're fair. So a, a dead priest walks into a bar. <laughs> and the bar says, what would it be? And the dead priest said, anything, man. Woo, <laughs> I can do anything. Let's cruise up. <laughs> okay. Freedom. <sighs> uh, that was my first dead... Ra- uh, I can do a dead rabbi, Joe. A yeah. uh, dead rabbi walks into a bar, and the bartender says, what would it be? And the rabbi says, a ham sandwich. I'm dead. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Can we eat some bacon? Who gives a shit? Can I eat some pig? See, I mean, I, that's the problem about this country is everyone's too politically correct, and I can't make fun of dead priests and rabbis. Oh yeah, you can. Yeah. They're just they'll have to just deal with their feelings. I got triggered. Uh well, this is like a very riveting airport. This is before nine, pre nine eleven, where people can. Uh, oh, that was an O.J. Simpson joke. The black man jumping over the luggage. God. That was a commercial for Avis. <laughs> Okay, so this is pre, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. a '70s topical joke. So when he was cool. Oh yeah, right. This is pre-murder. Yeah, yeah, it's '70s, pre- way pre-murder. He was starring in like Towering Inferno, oh, co-starring. It was an ensemble movie. 
It wasn't just him. Ah, nice and windy exterior shot. So they're they they go to they're in on the Big Island. They're not on the Big Island. They're in uh, Maui, Ohio. Or? Oh 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 uh, uh, oh yeah. Um, shit. Honolulu. I, no. Go ahead. Let's name off the seven islands. Big Island, no. Maui, no. Honolulu, no. Kauai. Hawaii. Hawaii. I think. Okay. I can't. I just, I know it from the description. Gotcha. But I do like when they shoot and it's really crazy windy. And it's not like they can have a budget to wait till it's not windy. (laughs) They just got to get this take. Right. And it's not like they stop traffic outside either. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's some wind. This would look completely different if this was in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> They'd have all these extras. Oh, what a great car. Is that a He's going to throw it right in. Wait, 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 wait. A nice golfing joke. Beautiful. And that's... Is that Mickey Rourke? No, I'm joking. Yeah. It's they, Mickey Rourke. They, yeah, they always, <laughs> he showed up. Uh, that was a, a Hawaiian golfer, which I'm very jealous. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice just to fly to Hawaii and golf? Oh, just yeah. do nine and come back. Uh, 18 even? Oh, I'll yeah. do 18. Yeah, go the whole go the whole <laughs> You haven't golfed in a while, but yeah, I'd go to Hawaii to golf. Yeah, golfing, yeah, like uh, Scotland and Hawaii would be a nice place to golf. Oh, Scotland, yeah. Jeez, I need That's, to travel more. You know? uh, yeah. Being I'm, poor sucks. <laughs> I know, the public course sucks. Golf course sucks. You got to wait in line. You can't play through. There's no real carts. I have There's a no golf bar club. The first I finally line. got a golf club. It's pink and it's a lefty club for ladies, which I was like, yeah. This uh, this film has is shot in the cinema verite known as a television episode. <laughs> I mean, I could be watching like Sheriff Lobo right now. Dukes of Hazard. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. That's an eighties reference. I'm a pop culture like I'm like just a major. De- it's okay. Deficit. Yeah. It's alright. Yeah, there's too much pop culture right about now. So, because the secret is that you stop caring and then you forget. You know, like what? There's new music. What's this new music about? Yeah. What's this television series? Well, I love about? it when someone tells me, "Hey, you got to see this thing," and then I'm and then I'll do it. But otherwise, you would. You, but if someone said, "Hey, you got to check out this TV show. The entire season is available." <laughs> You say, oh, okay, I'll watch all 14 episodes. No, I'll watch the first episode. If I like it, then I will binge on it, you know. But, no, I like recommendations. It's pretty much the only way I get any new music or get told what to watch. Because otherwise, I just don't watch things. Yeah. Because I get, I get bored. Put them on in the background. Like, this is a great background movie. It's very exciting. It's good scenery. You got two, you know, good-looking people, creepy dude car chase <laughs> this is a total background lots of movie. lays it's like yeah it's yeah. like oh. But this is none of this is cgi though so they're actually like driving this to steer each other off at the edge of uh gorgeous scenery yeah i feel like actors used to be more talented like it was a little bit cheesier but it was like these people could sing dance drive right. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, because these aren't stunt people. This is the first part. This is a long time part of this movie where Donnie and Marie are not in it. So they decided to show a a different character's perspective in this movie. It's not just through the eyes of Donnie and Marie. And I think the director, Mr. Peebles, made a a very good choice. (laughs) Very daring choice. Oh, yeah, to put the the stars in the kind of... Yeah, like it's not... I want to see... 
98 minutes of Donnie and Marie nonstop, and this movie is refusing. Oh, there's Donnie. Thank God. Yeah, exactly. We need that shirt and, and her haircut. I'm like, damn. You like her haircut? Oh, yeah. I like her whole thing. The teeth. Yeah, I totally get it. I'm like, I would have loved this chick. She became a spokeswoman for uh, Nutrisystem. Oh, boy. I don't know what that is, but it sounds awful and probably caused cancer. It is uh, awful and it causes cancer, <laughs> and it is a television advertising force that if you have like uh, satellite or cable, sometimes they preempt television uh, commercials to air these if two minute infomercials for a frozen food delivery of uh, health foods, so, you uh, know, like the Weight Watchers mm-hmm. frozen meals. Yeah. So Nutrisystem has like a full on. Love it. So a Frozen. girl with an eating disorder or a woman with an eating disorder ends up peddling eating disorders to other people. <laughs> like, hey, let's... Uh. Well, her story was well told by that point, too. Yeah, I know. That's that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, like there's a lot of hipsters who go on their phone and press a button to have home, uh, ingredients for meals delivered to them. Oh, I know. But, you know, Nutrisystem has been sending, Weight Watchers have been sending, mailing frozen meals to people for a long time. So it's first crazy. time for you. I guess first time fresh. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Car wrecks are wow, wow, that's to cool. watch. That was a good wreck. That was, that was a really good wreck. Yeah. I hope it ruined the environment of Hawaii. And the back, yeah, and the, the, you got the volcano or whatever the hell that is in the background. <laughs> She's all excited. She's tripping balls. She's like, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, okay, wait, okay, this dude. is all shot in Vancouver, by the way. Vancouver. No. As I say, Hawaii and Hawaii. And they went, it's like an Adam Sandler movie. Like, let's vacation in Hawaii. Great, we'll shoot a movie. Yeah. That'll be our movie. I really like Vancouver. But, uh, yeah, it's not Hawaii. Sometimes they shoot in in Canada and make cities look like another city. It's it's cheaper, yeah. Canadians welcome that kind of stuff too. Oh, I don't I don't want any of Donnie or Marie's music to be uh, heard. Oh yeah. On my podcast. You know she's got way more stage presence than him. Like they, I get why they were a team, um, because she, she probably needed him a little yeah. bit, but she carries that duo he's just a pretty face there well you know he's a little bit she's a little bit country and he's a little bit rock and roll Uh, if i can quote one of their songs okay (laughs) a little shenanigans outside the hotel thank you man those those lapels man they're wider than those guys lapels yeah, it's pretty awesome. And I need a nice tie, which is like w- just wide as possible, so my knot can be about the size of a belt buckle. Right, right. Ties are paint. I'm so glad I'm a woman. I don't like wearing them. Well, what if you wear your, a suit from oh, yeah. uh, Saint uh, Verdun? No, yeah. When I used to dress up as Alice Capone, I would wear a tie for sure. Yeah, you know, a bow tie or whatever. But yeah, they're a pain in the butt. So you like the, Don, you like Marie's hair though? Oh yeah, she's yeah. just adorable. I mean, she's got great cheeks. Her whole face, she's really photogenic. I'm like, yep, she's a star. Oh, Donnie. Oh, Donnie. Oh, he's, he's got a thing for blondes. He's <laughs> <laughs> it makes a clear distinction between his sister and the, you know. Yeah, this is, the, the stick is kind of, they have a stick where it's like, you know, the brother's sister deflating any kind of flirting. We're like, are you trying to flirt? That's gross. Yeah. You know, kind of bring it down. Yeah.
Oh boy. Oh boy. We say that because one of the villainesses is, is sitting down and she's dressed in traditional uh, strapless guard. Yeah, hoochie, yeah. hoochie gear. Hawaiian, Hawaiian. She's, that's her bathing suit with her wrap or something. Yeah. Well, maybe she went to, like, get a, um, you know, a spa. Yeah. She, she's on her way. I love yeah. how they're just performing. Like, this reminds me of a comedy show. Like, you're there's one <laughs> person in the audience, and you're just like, yeah, I'm oh. doing this. I'm going all the way, man. Yeah, if you're watching this, we are uh, 24.52, and uh, they are performing on stage to one audience member. I've never done that. can relate. The yeah. fact that they're a duo just kind of, it's a little too on the nose. There's two performers performing to one audience member. <laughs> And there's also like 14 comics listed on the lineup to follow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one lady's got, she's in, she's committed. Let's keep this show going. They're gonna sing a couple rape jokes and walk the one audience. Member. Yeah, right. They're gonna do something gross. <laughs> so about my dick. Where are you going, lady? <laughs> Where are you going? Why are you leaving? <laughs> uh, oh well. Here comes the next comic. Yeah. Donnie's peeing on the uh, piano, and she's like, what are you doing? And he said, you told me to tinkle on the the keys. (laughs) Donnie, Donnie, he looks like uh, Bryce Benson. He's got, he's, that's who. I kept thinking, who does this guy look like? That looks like Bryce. Bryce Yeah, yeah, Bryce. That looks just like him. I mean, except, I think, maybe a little different, but pretty damn close. He has an old, Donnie Osmond has an all-American look if you live in Utah. Yeah. If your America is the state of Utah. Utah, my mom was just there. She was like, these people are so wholesome and down, and they're so nice. And I was like, cool, mom. Get they, with the Mormons, you know. Yeah, I'm, I do want to go by. Maybe they think they're in Utah, but they're actually in Ojai. They, they can't spell. Five minutes. So she's wearing the necklace that all the villainists want. This reminds me of a uh, Brady Bunch episode where they get a... Uh, uh, like a uh, idol or like some kind of necklace some necklace thing but it causes a curse it's like the man who knew too little or the man who knew too much uh, he doesn't know yeah right the whole exactly time that they're yeah. and she's gonna sing K-Sara-Sara uh, K-Where-Oh Where's My Bra yeah K-Sara My Bra whatever will be be titties yep yeah oh man was that the man who knew too much for uh, she sang Dorsey sang Kesarasara? Because uh, I'm trying, I'm thinking of the Bill or Murray. Or the Thirty Nine Steps? Oh, Bill Murray is the man who knew the, too little. Yeah, the man who knew the man who knew too much. I can't remember as well, but that it's was like, uh, they're the both Cary so Grant. good. They were both so good. Uh, I like the man who movies. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious. They're like the man. I'm like yes. What about this man? <laughs> who? Oh, that's personal. <laughs> he climbed up a mountain. Uh huh. Um, and then he came down a hill, or vice versa. Wow. What were those great movies with? Uh, oh God, the little blonde guy. They would run around, and he didn't know. Oh boy, I'll figure it out by the end of today. Was it was Martin it Sheen? Um, Martin Sheen, or I think so. And and they would run around. And this guy didn't know Jack, and he could just get lost. It was just beautiful because he was just totally naive, huh. but he ends up catching the bad guy and winning. 
Uh, I love the, you know, the dumb uh, protagonist who just totally does not know. Yeah, it makes it easier to watch. Otherwise, he's a prick. Right. Yeah. Right. We need dumb protagonists here, people. Well, we can't get dumber than Donny Osmond. <laughs> Looks like she's going to close her hotel door on him. <laughs> but my balls will turn blue. Yeah. Like my shirt. Like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't knock after she closes the door. Now, now you're crossing the line. He's not used to getting rejected. He's just... <laughs> look at him smiling. Like, I wonder... I wonder if this film budget has money to show Hawaii outside the hotel room. Oh, boy. Somebody broke in. The last 15 minutes. (laughs) 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 Who's lurching around here? Oh, it's Ted Cassidy who played lurch in the Adams Family. Yeah. (laughs) He got typecast. This is the reason why he never made a Bond movie. Right. (laughs) Is my audition real? It's like going coconuts. (laughs) They haven't seen a single coconut in this movie. No coconuts so far, no. I thought that they would just be wearing them the whole time. Wearing, like, coconut bra? Yeah, Donnie and and Marie in a coconut bra. I wouldn't wish that. I mean, I like women wearing bra, uh, sexy outfits, but coconuts probably shave the skin and just... Yeah, it really distorts the whole image. And it's that whole food porn thing, which is like... uh, the sploosh where you have, to, you have to have sex while throwing fruits at each other <laughs> or you know chocolate syrup actually yeah, I'm gonna write this down not a bad idea weird, yeah I mean sure it's great for your bucket list bucket list yeah bucket list sex we yeah. have like Bucket list sex? Yeah, just have a food. I want to have a food fight and then an <laughs> orgy in the food. On you know, you need a good group of people. Yeah. Right. Very drunk, willing to throw food at each other, have sex in the mashed potatoes. Yeah. There was a there was a party. There was a kind of infamous party at a, a performance space during the uh, early two thousands in San Francisco, and it was called Splosh. Splosh. And they did it a couple times, and unfortunately, uh, some people went to the uh, one of the actual theaters and threw food around, <laughs> but they had a uh, yeah, tarp, and they had like uh, grits that weren't cooked apparently. From what I understand, I wasn't there. But uh, syrup and stuff like that, and it was a mess to clean up. But they did clean it up. Yeah, somebody's got to clean it up, man. Otherwise, ants. And, and the funny thing, it was in a space that's on uh, in San Francisco on Valencia and 18th. And it became, after it closed, it became a 99-cent store. And then after that, it became a very highly publicized ramen noodle uh <laughs> restaurant and they kept the sign it was one of those new San Francisco thing where they keep the old San Francisco so even though it's completely gentrified into a ramen noodle place it still has the faded 99 cent general store as if that was what it was for centuries it was actually a performance space where people had sex and so they had this ramen noodle (laughs) uh, place where this food orgy was and then that ramen noodle place hit the kind of internet foodie news because it was a tech investor who had some kind of celebrity ramen cook, uh, some cook who wanted to open it, who's always on social media. And the investor fired the star celebrity chef uh, after a couple months because his investment didn't go. And then there was a public spat online. Ultimately, it closed into something else. And, you know, good luck. And they actually did, to the, to the people's credits, remove the faded 
nostalgic 99 cent store so at least that's out so at least it looks generally like a restaurant but i remember during this whole hubbub reading about it i'm like people had sex there yeah i don't know we never eat there <laughs> i don't want to eat there i'm not gonna eat there when they had a food orgy oh boy went to the food orgy was 15 years ago but 20 years ago but still yeah it's still probably there's still residue somewhere by the way none of this is uh if more information contact my attorney <laughs> i think it said too much but I always find it funny when people complain about that ramen place. If I knew how to work uh, Safari, I would look up, look it up. But I never get it. Yeah, yeah. the internet is navigation. Let's see. Ooh. Oops. Oh, we have a quick pause. I decided to press full screen. So we're pausing here at 3221. Okay, now we're back. Right now, henchmen are talking to each other in, outside the hotel grounds of, uh, of this Hawaiian place. They're never going to get farther. Here we are. We're still in the... Oh, oh. no, it's a hospital, but I bet they shot this... Well, I guess they shot this in the hospital. They're not going to have a bed. One eye. He's comically wrapped in gauze from head to toe. Who is it? It's Is it the priest? It's a uh, porn actor, James Dean. Okay. So, <laughs> it's going to be 20 more minutes the same. Yeah, maybe it is the priest. Whatever it is, I bet you slapstick will be involved. Or somebody in the car. I'm trying to think of when did they get... Who got injured? Oh, that's beautiful. Just stick the flowers right in his face. And those <laughs> eyebrows. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The guy's eyebrows are terrible. They look like wings. So he's knocking them down. He's like, I want my mummy. <laughs> he looks like... Um, Gene Shalit. When Wizard of Oz, like some one of the uh, the uh, uh, munchkins. The munchkins like are the, the guard of the Emerald uh, Mayor. Village. Yeah, Mayor. yeah. Yes. Mayor of Mon- You want to enter the Emerald City? Yeah. Oh, God. No, his hair is just too much. Oh, my God. It's a little hammy, don't you think, this movie? Yeah. Oh, dude. He's going to eat in his face. This is... God. Yeah, toughening him up. Reminds me of being a kid and getting, like, stuck in the car and my dad just screaming. You know, <laughs> it's like, I can't leave. I'm wrapped in gauze and you're eating my food <laughs> in my face. Uh, yeah, that's torture, man. They shouldn't let people into hospital rooms like this. Yeah, where are the guards? Yeah. It's supposed to be the same hospital where Kill Bill is. It? We're going to go to Hawaii. Your scene's going to be shot in a hospital, though. Yeah. All right. Yeah, where is the nurse? Nurse, more morphine. Also, these two guys are are here. Yeah, can you get rid of these assholes? They're eating my pudding. This is considered edgy humor back in 1979, era hospital food. I can cut, yeah. It's a little... For a wholesome... We've seen... We've seen a lot of, of stuff. Yeah, it's the movie's not exciting when the stars are not in it. It's like a lot of padding, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, sure. We'll do a Donnie and Marie movie, but let's. We want to include Anne in it. Figgle your toes, figgle your toes. <laughs> this comedy routine. Now this now this seems like the open mic to me. Yeah. Where there's no audience except for us. Yeah, right. Watching this. This is just so like creepy. It's like I don't know why it's just reminding me of yeah, some weird fetish shit where the person wants to be wrapped in gauze and, and they're gonna like he's gonna start kissing these toes right now. Like, yeah, right, like he's like watching, the- he's all smiling. He's like, Yes, yes, wiggle the toes. Wig- <laughs> <laughs> This 
Maybe they shot this scene in Utah. And these guys, he never got to go to Hawaii. I would like to feel that this guy never went to Hawaii. I don't think he did. They denied him Hawaii. He said, your stick's awful. He, he, if you're watching this, you know what we're talking about. He has, uh, he makes Oakland hipster uh, mustaches look, you know, good by comparison. His mustache curls up, but it doesn't go past his mouth. And then he has these eyebrows that are painted or they actually grew his hair the tips so it's a little bit elevated like forms like triangles I think it is his natural hair yeah those are like serious brows he turned on the TV set on the uh, the monitor no wait I know that guy is that Don Ho he's not Hawaiian (laughs) maybe he is I don't know not Hawaiian did you know Hawaiian Punch's uh, slogan is how would you like a nice Hawaiian punch (laughs) It was their mascot. Its name was Punchy, and he had a friend named Oaf, who, to their credit, was male. Punchy and Oaf. And uh, Oaf would say, "Sure, I, I like a nice wine punch." And then Punch would Punchy would punch the shit out of Oaf, and it would like be like, you know, cheap animation. Punch uh, and punch. Judy, inst- but Punch and Oaf. Right, which has nothing to do with Hawaii or the original beverage. Not at all, no. no. We just like watching people get punched in the face because we're sad. It sells beverages. It sells sugar drinks. I've seen them, too. They still do it. Pepsi does it. I, Coca-Cola. I saw a commercial that traumatized me because they, they did shot a Coca-Cola or a Pepsi. can't remember. There's no distinction, really. Out of a cannonball, knocked a woman out. And then that's when I was like, I really just can't watch television. Yeah. This was recently. I'm like, they're still just beating the crap out of women. I wonder what. I don't think I've seen that one. It was a couple years ago, but it feels recent. I was like, really? You're just going to knock a woman out with a can of... That's funny. And everyone laughed, and I just... They just wanted to go viral. Yeah. Can you believe it? Yeah, Yeah, it's always a woman getting knocked out, but it's a stunt woman. These are are Trump supporters, the people that are enjoying this commercial, you know? It hires a Trump... You know, like, if you're a stunt woman, you're probably, like, you know, the recipient end of some guy punching... Uh, have you seen that movie Daddy's Home? With, no. Uh, with Mark Farrell and uh, uh, Mark Farrell, Mark Farrell and uh, <laughs> Will uh, Will Farrell and Mark Wahlberg. Well, yeah, perfect. Oh, yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg and Will, uh, Will Farrell. Farrell. I thought it was very funny, but there's one scene where Will Farrell throws a basketball and hits the head of a cheerleader, and that's in the trailer. That's yeah. the scene in the trailer. Oh yeah, violence towards women. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. We got something to sell, so let's hit a woman with a can of soda or or a basketball. Something. It just it, let's embarrass, let's humiliate her, and uh, that's gonna be funny. People yeah. love watching beautiful women be humiliated. So it's funny and it goes viral. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that happens a lot. I mean, it's funny when it's a person. Of, I, I'm I'm okay if it's like someone dressed as the Queen and it's a police squad movie because at least it's the Queen getting hit. But yeah. 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 No, it's just, yeah, it's just not as we we do make fun of guys too, yeah. like the slapstick stuff. They get beat up all the kind time. Guys deserve it. People don't realize that. Yeah. 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 So this is a different. He's in a different gauze. This is a completely different gauze for the last gauze. Yeah. His yeah. face is different. Yeah. Everything is different. What's going on? Maybe we missed it. Okay, back to Donnie Marie singing. Because I don't want to play Donnie Marie's music on there, I'm going to go ahead and make up lyrics on myself. We're singing on Hawaiian television. We're so excited about Hawaiian television. There's reruns, three's company. 
My name is Bryce Benson, but they call me Donny Osmond. <laughs> um, God, she looks like somebody I know, too. God, they're just so cute. Those shiny pants. Oh, they're shiny. Yeah, we're wearing 70s pants. There's no crease. Crease is in the wrong spot. <laughs> Oh wow! Look at that car. That car is hot. Yeah, that's a nice car. By the way, this is uh, the car from Cars Two. This is his first movie. <laughs> Not a speaking role. Uncredited. Right, right. Yeah. But he, he persisted, and he got himself a really good career. Yeah, he actually that was this. He he almost quit show business until he got that role in uh, Cars Two because that was like thirty years after this movie. Right, right. Years. He was just, well, you know, he was probably doing other stuff. You know, he was did background work for Dukes of Hazard. Right, uh, right. And uh, French Connection was probably his big break, but they cut his scene. Because <laughs> 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 this car has had a hard time, but he made it. He did a lot of like silk stockings and a lot, a lot of night colors and uh, a lot of like syndicated t- uh, shows. He was a lift uh, lift ride driver yeah, for a while. Yeah, he drove a lift for a while. He's not too proud of that. <laughs> yeah, before Cars Two, it was like right before Cars Two. He's like, you now know, he's retired. Yeah, he's retired. Yeah, he's kind of bitter because his best friend became Herbie fully reloaded. His own movie. Have you seen that one, Lindsay Lohan? No. Fully loaded. Oh, maybe I saw Herbie. Maybe. That's good. Yeah, I got it. Huh. Too much information. So she's eating a banana, and yet, Going Bananas is a different movie with John Candy and Eugene Levy. Like, what are they going to say the title of this film? Yeah, when are they going to drink a coconut? Or yeah, where's my coconut? Or when is someone going to get hit over the head? Like, there needs to be a monkey with a coconut that hurts somebody. Preferably Donnie. Monkeys hang out of coconut trees. That would make sense. Banana <laughs> <laughs> trees? I have no idea. <laughs> no, they climb up there. They throw coconuts at of sailors. Right. Yeah, that needs to happen. Yeah, this is kind of a ripoff. Also, is there a beach or like a, a town nearby? They haven't. They're like me on vacation. They have not left the hotel. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that painting's kind of weird too. Like. It looks like they actually are in a real hotel because I don't think either that or they're in Utah and they're like, well, let's just paint the Hawaiian girl yeah. and get her out there. This is the plots in the new uh, Disney movie, Maui. It's actually based on Going Coconuts starring Dunny Marie. I just love it. The the um Yeah, the wholesomeness. It's like, these are the people you want to be like, everybody. But they had already, so this is three years after they their show aired. Yeah, right. I mean, their show was canceled in 79, in, uh, and this movie came out in 79. Who? Rep- I wonder who replaced them on TV. What, who no, got- no, the whole, the whole show got canceled. Oh, but you know, the, it, it was, there was a whole spatch of these variety, musical variety shows. Uh, and it's just the whole idea just kind of crashed and burned. Do you ever have a show called Pink Lady and Jeff? No. So Fred Silverman was working for NBC at the time. This is after success with Donnie Marie. And uh, there was a Japanese band called a duo, a pop duo called Pink Lady. And they were so popular, he decided to make a TV show and have uh, Jeff Altman, who's a comedian, uh, be their guest, their co-host. And the show was basically how neither of them understood each other. And it's on DVD. It's definitely uh, a campy uh, collectible. But I, I remember watching on TV and just going, you know, just no idea what's going on. No idea. Oh boy, these henchmen are great. These I love are- how they're all. De- they're. They're none of them are white. 
The only bad people that are white are blonde women. Well, no, Ted, he's Ted Cassidy is white. No, but they all have these. You know, they're all tan comparatively. Oh, like saying. they're all like you know we've got Swarty. darker, darker, darker. There's you know. Oh, he's doing those eyes. He's making, that guy. Oh, oh good. Yep. He's gonna get punched. Yeah, someone's gonna get punched. You don't do that. <laughs> he's just not gonna stop either. Oh, I want to hear what he has to say. Wow, looks like that guy's ra- Wow, you're racist, huh? Yeah. Awkward. Tony. He's going back to her. Like, let's see if she lets him in this time. There's still This whole movie is shot inside a, the lobby of a hotel. Right. Thank God it wasn't shot now because the brand name of the hotel will be all over everything. The economy of making a movie. You know, one of my favorite. I was watching Back to the Future, and in fact, the future, and especially the second one, has tons of product placement in it. And it was unprecedented for the '80s. But the opening credits, they cut to Marty McFly in bed, and he has around his bed a Burger King Whopper wrapper <laughs> outside his bed, like this. So he was eating a Whopper in his bed. Beautiful. And then he threw the wrapper. So when the camera pans by, that's, that explains why there's product placement, man. It's genius. I mean, that's what most movies are nowadays. It's just really good product placement. But you make a joke about it. You see a product placement Disney uh, Marvel movie that makes a, a joke about a property like Thomas the Tank Engine. So that just becomes part of the joke. That right. The product placement within the world of product placements is a joke. Yeah. It's like birthday cake flavored Oreos. Yum. Actually, that sounds great. Those are good. They have a uh, che- Chewy Chips Ahoy with Oreo filling. Oh. Uh. So you can get like, so it tastes like one brand named Cookie and another brand named Cookie. Together. It's like when the Reese's did all their mashups, man. Oh, uh, there's a, a stalker in a room. Dun, dun, dun. No, it was clearly a guy behind the curtain. You don't have to turn around and go, did I see a guy from the behind the curtain? Yeah, that guy's there. Yeah, put the necklace back on, lady. Don't yeah, take it off. Oh, no. Some, These some are her PJs, too, right? Like, this looks like her nightgown. No, this is a dress. Okay. I, was gonna, yeah. I can't tell. I'm like, is this a fancy-ass nightgown? Or This is her wife number two dress. Yeah. Yeah, because she's wife number two. <laughs> He got, Donnie got <laughs> married when he turned 21 and brought his wife on the show. Uh, was she good on the show or what? Just... I remember, you know, we used to watch Sonny and Sharon. We used to watch uh, Donnie and Marie. But uh, I can't think of any other variety shows. You I know, love how she picks up her. Oh, my God. Huh. Okay, that wasn't enough suspense. I didn't actually get scared, but the the mirror in her hand, I was like, what is her plan here? <laughs> <laughs> she beat him over the head with her vanity. She was actually going to bring it to her before she, It helps her go to sleep, the mirror, the <laughs> yeah. little hand mirror. <laughs> it's a supplement. It's a little, it's a, well, there's that guy, their racist friend. Yeah. Yeah. I love these little guns, too. They're so cute. I'm like, bullets shoot out of that? It's so, I mean, like, compared to guns in movies nowadays, you know. They got it from a prop department of Hawaii Five O, probably, or something like that. Right. I wonder if, I, if Hawaii Five O was shot in 70, during the 70s? Probably not. 
See, I'm not intimidated, but maybe it's just because I'm not there, you know, but, whoa. I mean, actually, the way he's holding that gun, like, inches away from Ted Cassidy, it's like, if it was a real gun, I'd be really kind of offended. Well, exactly. You know? It's like, if it's you're crass. actually going to shoot me, dude, you can stay. Yeah, see, this is just crazy. I yeah, this guy this has guy. another toy gun. There we go. Somebody goes, thank you. Slap the He slaps the gun, and the guy's like, yeah, I have to drop <laughs> my gun immediately. I better drop my gun. Yeah. He pushed it down with another gun. Bad guys never come up with contingency plans. Like, they never think about the other bad guys. <laughs> These guys have have been, like, uh, their own movie. They have not, like, interacted with Donnie or Marie in, like, 20 minutes. They just kind of say racist things to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, they got double-crossed by the double-cross of the double-cross. It's a quad-cross. So every time someone pulls a gun out, a guy behind them pulls out another gun going, I think the game is up. And then another one pulls another gun out behind him. And they all have to give little speeches. Listen, here's my speech if someone had a gun in the back of my head. This is how I'm going to destroy you. We got five now. We got a five, five, yeah. So the entire rest of the cast... I think that's it. They're running out of cast members. Yeah, they're looking around. Is anyone else coming? Like, what? But the Jewish uh, agent's gonna show up. We got a party now. Well, yeah, and Lurch isn't there, so. Oh yeah, right. Lurch will be the next one. Yeah, Lurch and the Jewish guy, and then we got we'll have everybody. Oh no, Lurch is there. Oh okay. Yeah, it's uh. Oh, we're, it started we're, with Lurch. Okay, we just got the. We're over here at the uh, studios, the gracious studios of MutinyRadio.fm, where this is broadcast live. I didn't bring it up at the top of the show, but if you're still listening or if you're listening now, we do have a live phone line. If you're listening live, give us a call, 415-550-0511. And if you're listening to us on podcast, oh, God bless you, uh, you can call us. We're on live every Sunday, 2 to 4. Pacific Standard Time. So call that number and you'll be part of the podcast. How about that? Yeah. Uh, I think next uh, two weeks will be a pre-recorded episode. Yeah, like call in and ask us a personal question. You know, we need this is this is interesting here. But we need it to be related to the movie. So if you know of any kind of top secret jewelry that that uh, henchmen follow you around, give a call. If or you want to see this movie in the theater, give us a call and tell us about that experience. Or if you've never had a coconut before, you know, we can describe that for you. <laughs> <laughs> just. Uh, these henchmen are just terrifyingly inept. Oh, so you know what? The guy with the crazy eyebrows, I think he was the mayor in, in Piscanomy. Okay, yeah, he's because he's got some kind. I mean, like, he was definitely a munchkin, <laughs> too. Like, there's no way he wasn't a munchkin. He's a munchkin among the other henchmen. He's, like, the smallest guy there at six feet. Well, these munchkins weren't really small, necessarily, you know. They just made them look <laughs> They shrunk them with the shrink ray from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So this is a Hawaiian cop here, and he's dressed like Hawaiian Five-0. He's got the loud tie. Oh, good, 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 good. He's going to be very serious. So are they in peril in this movie? Because the, their adversaries haven't shown up. They're in, like outside the hotel. That's chest hair on Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> Fingerprints. 
They didn't even use lighting. They just shot a camera at uh, Donnie's chest hairs and the uh, sweaty gliss <laughs> lit up the whole room. Yeah, for a second it outshined his teeth. It was great. I can't tell if his V-neck has a uh, darker blue uh, lining or that's just the sweat drenching his blue shirt <sighs> around his uh, hairy oh, chest. He's got these bell bottoms on too, like the big bells. Oh. So you imagine when he walked with those bell bottoms, all the hair off his body would fall out of the bell bottoms, <laughs> like leaving a trail of fuse and uh, chest uh, hair. So hair. Okay, the blonde's here. What is she going to do? Uh, you know, I'm looking at Donnie's crotch, and you can see it's kind of puffy from pubic hair. Yeah. So he must have been really hairy back then. Really hairy guy. Oh, whoa, yeah, those legs. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, they're rolling. he's rolling up his uh, pants to go stick himself into a stream. It's is a Hawaiian way. Look, there's Dana Carvey wearing, wearing glasses. Oh, nice. Okay, good, Dana. There we go. What, he got a fish? That's gross. No, that's not Dana Carvey's. <laughs> Almost bought it. Oh, he threw in money. So they're making fun of Donny Osmond. So they're playing themselves. They're, uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Album's not selling. It's so strange. It's like, I get it. Like, you are your private self. You decide to be a performer. So you have your performance self. You have an act. Your act is your family. So your family is part of the act. And then you have a TV show where the TV show is about your family, which is part of the act. And then the movie, you play yourselves with the act. Like, I don't think they're going to be playing, like, uh, other characters ever. No. You know, you're never going to see Donny Osmond and go, oh, wow, that guy played a really convincing Ray Cohen. You're just not going to see it, you know. No. He's not going to play Ray Cohen, and it drives me crazy. You're not going to see Donny Osmond in Angels in America. Or are they Paris still Rico. alive, Donny and Marie? Yeah, Donny and Marie are still alive. Oh. Uh, I do believe some of the family members, who I don't know if they'll pop up in the movie. They're an interesting story to read. Um, I'm reading a book right now on Michael Jackson, and then when I'm done, I'll probably read about the Osmonds. Donnie, I want to see current Donnie Osmond pictures right now. I just need. You looking him up? Yeah. Yeah. No, he has um, this plastic surgery. Oh know. wow. You looking at him? Yeah, like that's not that's not even current. That I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's that's fair enough. People age. He looks good. No. It's uh maybe it's plastic surgery and then, and then his head gets uh, bigger and no, he does look good. Same. He's just way not you know. He needs the long hair, man. Why do I mean? He? Granted, he's twenty one in this and she's nineteen. Right. Yeah. No, I should okay. Good. Let's see where's Miss Marie. Yeah, look up. Yeah, feel free to look up other uh, photos of the Osmonds while watching this movie. <gasps> Wow, she, on the other hand, she looks like Michael Jackson. She looks like, <laughs> like, 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 like kind of. I mean, <laughs> not really, but yeah, <laughs> not really. But she, oh, wow. Maybe dangerous Michael Jackson. Or maybe, uh. Well, that's not a bad look. No. She looks good. No, she looks great. I mean. I don't know if they still perform. You know, there's a, Branson, Missouri has uh, these. It's kind of the opposite of Vegas, and they have theaters where famous performers from the last 100 decades come and do their show daily, and they have their own theater named after themselves. So I wouldn't be surprised if Donnie and Marie had performed there. Yeah. No, this seems to be... Yeah, but she she looks great, but yeah, enough plastic surgery that she looks like a totally different girl. Like, that's not the nose. 
Yeah. That is not her nose. But she's aged. I mean, you know, she's she's young. No, oh, yeah, she looks great. Her boobs got. I'm just checking out the differences here. Her boobs <laughs> I don't know are. What photo are you looking at? This though? one. Look at those. Th- those are not. Those tits. Those tits and these tits. They're not. Well, I think the way she's posing in that that photo you just showed me, it's, it seems like a Nutrisystem photo. Like, don't I look great? My hand, I can finally place my hand. Oh, it my, is totally a Nutrisystem photo, but those are also really not those boobs. That's okay. Oh, so it's, I'm not job? judging her. I'm just saying she got a whole job. She got a whole whole <laughs> job. So, but can't, uh, I could argue maybe a woman ages from 21 to 39 and her boobs naturally grow. Yeah, actually, no, that's a phenomenon. It, um, it happens. We're all just waiting for that, actually. Yeah. I'll wait that for my penis. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm actually. years later. I, I, was, I was asleep. I had a partner, a lover of 13 years, and his penis did actually grow in that time. So it's possible. It was pretty. I was pretty impressed because. Um, um, me too, because I saw the markings on the uh, on the door. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the door yeah, we, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know why there was different names on that, but that's none of my business. None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> too much information. Well, yeah. Well, good for you. Then. That's a, that's why you lasted for 13 years. You're like, oh, thanks for adding some variety. I was in the for the long con. I wanted. I was actually trying to prove that the penis did grow, and right. uh, the love. You know, yeah, we had love there, but uh, it was mainly just this experiment. You got a grant. You wrote a grant. Yeah. <laughs> so you took a 13 year experiment. <laughs> With regular sex, in. can a penis grow? It was basically the hypothesis was regular sex would make his dick bigger, and and it worked. So. <laughs> That's a catch twenty two, right? I mean, someone's like, "Well, I want a big dick so I can have sex." Oh yeah, no problem. You just have to have sex. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it can complicate things for sure. Having yeah. actually. Yep. God, this is, this is shot like a television show. I mean, there's like one camera there just going to dialogue to dialogue. Yeah. Switch back to this room. I just like the guy's robe. I really want to be the guy sitting down with the robe on. And the, they all look pretty, you know, snazzy. They, are, they all have their own style, their own 80, uh, 70s style. Yeah. Like this guy's tie clip is like down to his belly button. Let alone the mustache eyebrows. He reminds me like, of Paul Sanford. That's who that reminds me of. Uh, Robert, <laughs> another if, comedian. If, 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 Robert, if, if Paul Sanford actually just gave a shit about his hair for a second, he could have this look. He could have this look. Same eyebrows. You know, just, you know, yeah. I'm just doing some honorable mentions to some people today. No. You know, we're just going to drop, name drop some. Yeah, we're uh, we're graciously, we're excited to be part of Mutiny Radio and if you ever listen to any of the program here on MutinyRadio.fm uh, and this podcast from their shows, you'll probably see all the comments, hear all the comments we mentioned doing the yes, shows yes. here. You've heard the them. Mics. You've heard them before, especially, uh, well, well, Paul is like uh, notorious at the, um, at the work joke workshop. So he, if you listen on Mondays to the joke workshop, uh, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, and I'm sure you can imagine him. Big guy well, with really bushy eyebrows. Looks I'm not, just I'm, like I'm not going to name names. Yeah. So this may or may not be about people we're talking about. But the joke workshop here, the idea is you tell a joke and then people will be on these mics and give opinions. So I was with somebody and I gave an opinion. And that person went talked longer than the actual set. 
and mentioned, well, Mike would agree that when you say this, and I said, yeah, because, and then this person says, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I gave Mike the idea that he, could, he should talk. And I was like, oh, fuck. Little shit. Yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. Somebody's talking. I mean, I like the show. I do like it. But you have to be quick. And it's interesting when people start trying to rewrite your jokes for right. you. It's like, no, just tell me tell me which part to get rid of. Tell me what you didn't care about. Tell me what you wanted to know more about. And then move on. Right. Don't write a whole goddamn joke for me. Don't you have other shit to do? It's always fascinating to be like, well, hey, we should go out to lunch and we could write jokes together. And you try out jokes and you work it out. And sometimes, you know, you have to be constructive. And uh, but other times, you just it becomes whoa. We're watching a wheelie, yeah, wheelie that's... in Hawaii. Look out for that ch- bus. <laughs> Here we are at the Pacific Islands uh, Art Museum. Here but... we are at the chocolate sign that says Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> that that was made of chocolate. Everybody, all of the props in this movie are edible. I always hate going to the art museum because there's always an executive sitting at his desk holding a gun. <laughs> This is the mayor from City Under Siege. Uh, okay, I like this. I like this all white. This is Marie. she is so cute. No idea. That was probably a stunt person that did that wheelie. It though. was the evil Knievel. He got a free ride, uh, free flight to Hawaii. To Utah, Hawaii, <laughs> to Van- or to Vancouver, Hawaii. We're not sure which Hawaii yet. I forgot what we were talking about before, but it's. That's all right. Oh, oh, just it. jokes, jo- joke workshop. Oh, yeah, joke workshop. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, it's like when people right. get on the mic, it's kind of interesting. Uh, the f- some people are working on their acts, and some people are working on their acts, giving advice to people working on their acts. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes the, the criticism is a little unfocused. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have to teach people. Actually, that would be a really productive thing to teach people how to give criticism because it's very hard because they just they don't uh they don't weed out there i don't like this thing some people are really good at it other people yeah. i had someone tell me that the other day they're like they didn't know what they were saying but they were like wow i really like the beginning you lost me in the middle but i totally love the end and i was like <laughs> so what you're telling me is to cut out the fat which is the best crit- always you know just yeah no that's that's the idea too because ideally is that you write a joke and you know you may <laughs> record it and listen to it but it's still not you're still listening to your own your set of ears and you're still watching yourself with your own set of eyes and to have somebody else be in the room hearing it they could say well yeah it's not just you're too fast talking too quickly and you need to do this but i didn't get it or i personally thought you were going this way or you know so it's nice to have somebody else say well, i interpreted this joke this way and then you go oh, i need to clarify it or i can get there quicker by doing that so that kind of criticism uh, helps Very but good. when you're like talking about hey well i like this joke you know hey here's a joke about my dick here's a joke about my dick here's a joke about my dick well you know with the first dick joke i really like and then with the second dick joke i heard and it's like i it's not not enough you have to hear all the jokes but now you have to hear all the jokes and some other guys take on it yeah if it was a good joke move along nothing to see here if it was not a good joke give it yeah give give a reason but a lot of times too you get premises i mean you, you know, I think 90% of the premises I come up with, I've never, you know, even talked about on stage because right. they suck. It's like 90% of them, you know, like just move along. Maybe well, I'll come the back person, to it. The person telling you the premise idea might work for them. Right, right. And also, you know, I'm a failure in comedy, so I don't feel like giving advice. It's just like, you know, it's <laughs> when you talk shit. <laughs> 
what am I going to do? Well, you need to head up trying this and that. And they're like, yeah, you know, Mike, I advise see you. You need to actually have a drive and do shit. Oh, fuck. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no, I realized that at one point because I, when, I, you know, when I first moved to the Bay Area, it's like, you know, I was new to the Bay Area, but I'd done comedy before and people would give me all this really, you know, unsolicited feedback and stuff as if, you know, I'd never done this before and just right. keep talking to me. And, you know, at first I was like, oh, these people really want to help me. And then I started looking around and I was like, wait a minute, these people have never actually yeah. performed right. or whatever it was like these people, I was like, okay, I need to stop listening to everyone. Yeah. You don't have to listen to everyone. Thank you, you know. very much. Especially this isn't a, a collaborative effort. It's every person for themselves kind of sole proprietorship business. So like, <laughs> I'm not going to help you become the next, you know, sensation. No, Yeah. no. I mean, if, you know, if I can help you, I've helped people write jokes before. Sure. If I can help you, but I don't know. I had that happen. I did a show, um, tender disrupted piano fight and I, I wore a wedding gown and I chopped <laughs> up hot dogs while I was trying to sell myself as a dating potential and I'm ch- chopping up these hot dogs it was very you know it was not what they were expecting anyway at the end of it um, I had someone that wasn't even at the show ask me why I didn't do this one thing with the hot dog and I had eaten the hot dog I chopped the hot dogs up I threw the hot dogs everywhere I did all kinds of shit with the hot dogs right. and I'm like you know what Shut the fuck like you you wanna tell me how to do something that already happened? <laughs> you know, just okay, you know what, you do it. Let's let's go back. Well she was giving you advice for the next time you put on a wedding dress and eat hot dogs on stage. Right. Right, which is what this Tuesday I believe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it seems like a one-time thing. Well, she was giving you advice for something you'll never do again. No, no, actually, I was thinking I want to <laughs> do it again. And would you use her advice? No. Well, no, no, no. Oh, yes. Well, the one, the one thing was they want... Um, People that were actually there wanted me to cut the hot dog lengthwise. Oh, I see. And I didn't do that. I did all this other stuff. And I thought, God, I wish you guys would have been there when I was rehearsing this. Because, yeah, that was great feedback. Why didn't I? But apparently the, it's very good because the tension was up because the whole time they're worried I'm going to cut my fingers off. Look at this green screen. Is this? Okay, that's a green screen. Okay. Well, there's like stunt people. They're now driving. Uh, by the way, the henchmen are finally approaching our heroes. They're actually on the same screen, technically. Donnie <laughs> uh, and Marie are on an uh, Evil Knievel-esque uh, motorcycle when they're wearing helmets. And uh, our henchmen are in a car chasing them. It's totally. This is a feminist scene uh, for all the feminists listening. Um, the woman is, we got Marie. She is uh, driving this bike, man. And she's got. Donnie on her back, which is kind of how I feel as a woman all the time. You know, I'm driving Carrying the bike and I got a man on my back. You know, just <laughs> any man, my brother, who, who knows? Yeah. There's always just some dude, you know. And then there's some dude trying to shoot at your tires. Yeah, just yeah. just hold on tight, buddy. He's, you know, he's crying. Um, the wind, it might be the wind, but. So, yeah, feminist scene. We got really good. They should actually do that. They should go through all movies instead of talking about when you can see tits in the movie. They should do when a feminine, like when yeah, when women are empowered. Isn't that the what's that called the the Bechdel? No, what is it? Test. So you're saying like instead of them like kind of being like coming out of, like doing some feminist thing instead of coming out of the shower. That's, that would have the same appeal. Right, like yeah. when a woman does something badass. Yeah. Like uh, every time a woman is driving. <laughs> uh, Oh, see? Yeah. And look at that. Look at that. They wreck their bikes, and then they have perfect camera-ready smiles. Oh, yeah. Well, there was some joke because it was a family's little shack, which I'm sure does not exist today. 
jokes about people living in trailers in Hawaii. <laughs> that trailer trash. Hawaii trailer. <laughs> His jacket. This is great. Like, oh yeah, right. They got the the wardrobe, the stunt wardrobe of them sullied. I wonder what kind of drugs they were on. I mean, not to say they're wholesome Pills. Mormons. Uh, oh, yeah, quaaludes or or what else would they be on? Maybe they have vice. I mean, maybe they like to gamble or have sex or something. Maybe, yeah, maybe they had a different vice. Yeah, I wonder what their thing was. Well, I guess an eating disorder would probably fall under that. Yeah, she's got to have another vice. problem. Just just one eating disorder? Come on, she's got, she's got other shit. Donnie, did he ever come out as like a sex addict or anything like that? I don't that? know about that. That's a good question. <laughs> Dirt, Donnie's dirt. We want Donnie's. <laughs> call in if you know or have had any personal experiences with Donnie or Marie Osmond. Their entertainment's repressed because you know they are brother and sister and they're all family. And then so, any kind of like you know play, it's not going to happen. The chemistry is different. No, I know, but and then their private default. lives. I doubt they hang out as much as they do in this movie. I really hope they don't hang out all the time. Why do they come to this? Oh, they're performing at this oh. show. And she's got, like, a stranger gave her jewelry, a fan, crazy fan gave her airport jewelry at the airport, and she's wearing it for a production right now uh, to go on stage in Hawaii, of all places. And they've all got conch shells, and they're blowing into the conch shell. Uh, or what are they doing? I was yeah. in the audience. I paid, like, $100 to see Donnie Marie perform, and she comes out wearing a... Uh, some Chaska, Chaskiyeska necklace that some fan gave her. That's bullshit. It's like Martha Stewart showing up with that poncho, you know. It's just like, I want to see something more. I should mention, uh, now that I've gone on that tangent, uh, Marie Osmond, during her TV show, her gowns were designed by Bob Mackie, uh, just to make her more adult. Bob Mackie, the famous designer, also designed Cher's clothes for Sonny and Cher. Oh, nice. God, okay, these are... Oh, some hot little. Hulu dancers. The guys' backs are really sexy, and the ladies we can't see their. I'm backs. just looking at their feet, to be honest. With you. Oh, the feet! Yeah, I have. I have to go. They have great way. calves. Yeah, they have great calves, which are attached to their feet. Yep. Yep. Oh man. So we got a little show, and then we get to see the audience. And the henchmen are in the audience. They are waiting. They look very. Oh bam. I right, so Two seconds of traditional Hawaiian dancing, and there. <laughs> look at him. Oh, they're singing a Hawaiian song. Yeah, it sounds pretty authentic to me. Are they going to roast a pig? They're going to do it. The song about the Bay Area, too. They're going to come out to be like, hella, hella, hella. She looks great, though. He looks like a goofball right he's now. Saying, well, he's wearing like a goofball uh, sugar hat. I don't know, like a straw hat. It reminds me, yeah, it reminds me of... um. Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, Dick Van Dyke on the gondola. <laughs> or, you know, doing whatever the hell. They, that's what I see right now. Yeah, but this is, like, also tacky because it's their stage performance to an audience. And that's what we're watching. Yeah. So we're watching their act. Yeah. You know, oh, and, yeah. And it's connected to the movie because it's a Hawaiian song. I guess we're going Hawaiian. New Hawaiian punch. Seven great taste. <laughs> And there's a powdered and then it's pretty sweet in. Or yeah. add your own sugar. Another feminist scene, all the people that are half naked are men. Okay, we got this coming in at whatever time it is. Well, you uh, guys allow that because it's Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. No, I dig it. I'm digging it. 
Yeah, we can objectify non-white men. Yeah. Sexually, yeah. unless well, they're football players. Yeah, the Queen of Hawaii like to see a lot of beefcake in her. Uh, the domain. Queen of Hawaii, duh! I totally yeah. forgot. She was into beefcake and buns. I just prefer it when everybody ran around in loincloths and was like, you know, apparently the Brazilians, my brother just got to Brazil and he was like, I got to work out. These guys are, uh-huh. everyone's uh-huh. running around without their tops on and these little, you know, short shorts. And these are straight, straight guys. They're just ripped. Yeah. So we can't go to war with Brazil. You guys don't mess with Brazil. Yeah. They will eat, they will kill our they fat. They will pour wax over your pubic hair and uh-huh. pull it off. It's really Exactly. Cool. They kill yeah, everyone like the same way. They <laughs> suffocate you in wax. Uh, but you look you, You're like You look way better Than you would have Well you know what I'm going to have to rip up These Olympic t- Summer Olympic tickets then <laughs> To Rio Because Your description of Brazil Just turned me off <laughs> There's just too many Really good looking men Down there See opening them. ceremonies Rip rip <laughs> <laughs> Closing ceremonies Rip rip You can't give up the, Those those tickets though If you're going To the Olympics I If Russia's not playing I'm not into it Oh uh, Yeah Putin. You know, Russia was banned in 1980 or whatever the story is. Right. Oh, so they're getting, they're done. They sang one song and now the joke is they're, okay, getting, they're getting laid. laid. They're getting laid on stage. Over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they have a little joke about that. Oh, they're still singing. This might be the final number because we're almost done with this movie. Oh, yeah. No, I wish we were almost done. No, we got a good, uh, we're at one twelve thirty. Yeah, twenty twenty some odd minutes here. Yeah, we're good. Twenty three minutes. Now, being a musical espionage movie, uh, they have to sing a musical and then they have to sneak off stage to make sure the the villains don't see them. Oh, she's getting scared. But she's got that movie star smile. I know their chemistry is so good. I swear, I'm watching Bob Hope and Bing Crosby in <laughs> Road Two movie. Oh yeah. Okay, now we get the real moves. She was not prepared. Oh, but that's the stick. It's like, you know, she jumps into his arms, but they're just brother and sister. Yeah. Oh, my God. Donnie's joining them. He's doing the funky chicken. And it's acoustic, too. That's great. I can have my own music. Wah, bah, bah, da. Oh, yeah. Good. Damn. Yeah, grass skirts, man. They need to come back. I don't know where they went, but they, <laughs> <laughs> they need to come back. Yeah, keep all of them. You know what? This guy also directed keep off the, please keep off the grass from 1968. Oh, so that's where the grass <laughs> went. From, yeah, I went there. He did a movie called With Six You Get Egg Roll. Have you ever heard that movie? No. So that's another kind of racist title, do you think? With Six We Get Egg Roll? So With Six You Get Egg Roll or something. With Six You Get Egg Roll or something. Because if you're saying you have six people on the party at a Chinese restaurant, they'll give you egg rolls. Ah. And it's about a family of six kids. Or four kids or whatever. Are these coconut? Nope. These These are not coconuts. I thought it was corn on the cob at first because it was yellow. This looks like a TV infomercial. It's a new exciting ball wacky. She has this like she definitely has a grace to her, but she does this goofy look to it, which is really funny. Like, uh, stuff in professional, but she definitely has a look of alarm. Like, you know, like the first time doing it. What's I've this? never done this before. I've never done this before. We didn't practice this at all. Yeah, she's got that very coy, um, kind of cutesy. 
it it's it makes her it's endearing. It's endearing because you're watching. Uh, <gasps> yeah. Oh, this guy lives fire. I can't believe we're watching the the. There, hotel this is show. fire dancers, you guys. We got fire dancers. We got the real shit. This is 1970, whatever. Nine. Nine. Okay, almost 1980s, but the I. The alien came out. You know how many year. of these little weirdos? Really, that year? Yeah. Well, you can't tell because this looks like Alien to me. The quality is so good. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> it's, it's hard to believe it's the same year. Okay, yeah, I need to watch more movies made this year just so I can get a better idea. <laughs> this is the cream of the crop. What's supposed to be happening? <laughs> There's no Academy Awards that year because they felt like it would be such a wash. Oh. <laughs> Too much. I felt bad for any movie that wasn't going coconuts. I just feel like all my burner, you know, I hate, I hate Burning Man, but I just, um, I feel like this is a, you know, this is where it all started. Like nobody knows that the fire dancers actually got inspired from going coconuts. Yeah, from Donnie Marie and not necessarily the. But if you're a fire dancer and you haven't watched this movie, you need to, you know, pack your shit up and put your fire out and, you know. Oh, yeah. This is one of the fire breathing, fire dancing movies you must see before you die. Yeah. And if you are a fire dancer, you might die. So you should definitely (laughs) (laughs) see it now because it might be your last day. You got to watch this movie. You got to see the classics before you can, you know. Yeah. If you're a fire dancer. This is definitely a movie you need to see before yeah, you die. Yeah, it's just like, how do you make a variety show? It, yeah, like, they've made a variety show into an espionage film. Like, yeah, it's still yeah. just a variety show. They mm. haven't really changed anything. We're the last reel. This is the finale. Oh, boy. Uh, they got another dance number coming up. Oh, boy. Hawaii calls. They want their culture back. Yeah, they do. You know, I feel weird about that, though, because I was thinking about it. What was I doing? It's like what I'm not supposed to like music if I yeah. if I don't speak the language or I'm not supposed to eat you know like wh- I don't get it like the appropriation factor like. But this is exactly the audience that this music should go to. They're American tour. I mean, they're they're mainland tourists. Right. Uh, here to see some entertainment at a beautiful location, and there's some culture acknowledged, you know. Right. But it is. But it's it's a full of cheese though. I mean, they're a very cheesy act. So to have Donnie Marie singing someone else's songs, it's going to be cheesy. But it's enter- damned if it's not entertaining. Oh, Good. Now they get all their guns out. Okay. Guns are out. Flames are there. Okay, girls are running off. Butts are being... Oh, my God. They're still dancing, though. They're yeah, like, yeah. what? That is, that's a great... Actually, you know, if someone points a gun at me, I'm just going to start shaking my grass skirt. And uh, <laughs> well, they're doing the act again, but faster. In fact, it probably is the same footage uh, sped up. Okay. Is it the same footage sped up? No. Yeah, no. Oh, it. Mm, no. No, they're just doing this. They act again. That's pretty good. It reminds me of noises off. Because um, it sounds like the music sounds like it's sped up. Well, they're actually creating a force field around themselves. The faster they dance, um, the bullets just, they can't. Yeah, right. It's in a, a time loop. And yeah. <laughs> the Jewish manager was on the uh, walkie-talkie, and he had to hurry up because the sun was setting, and it was a Friday night. Okay, guns back out. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I feel like they've gone through this a lot before because they are reacting very well. Okay, this, doing the they, dance again. I think the audience would enjoy this more if they were in on the joke. I, yeah. It's the same act again. Again. At least they're reacting to They're getting way. tired, though. They're like. Uh, here goes the loony bin uh, nurses. 
What a great defense. Just keep the, the show must go on. People, you know. Yeah, you got to keep enter- keep on entertaining. Can you imagine if that was like Lady Gaga and there, I mean, or somebody nowadays? Now this the whole show would stop. Um, well, there'd be a lot more cameos as this movie was shot now. It's amazing for a, a variety show that had celebrities come on, like Paul Lynn. Yeah. There's no Paul Lynn in this movie. Like, none of the stars that show up in their variety show are in this movie. Well, because that, that's because this movie, you know, this movie, it was, uh, it, it was so bad. Um. <laughs> they, did, hey, they tried to do a plot. I mean, the Sonny Cher movie is a bunch of skits and sketches, which I almost, almost was going to have us watch, but this I knew this had a storyline. We yeah. haven't watched a single bit of it, but it's good. Wait, we're, I mean, it's there. Yeah, we're, we're here. We're trying we're to watch it. It's hard to watch these movies without, you know, people talking. Uh-huh. Oh, look at that. <gasps> it looks like a vagina. <laughs> it does look like a, her jewelry. It was a vagina all along. It was the tip of his, yeah. No wonder men wanted it and shooting guns at it. Oh, my God. So her uh, necklace is the shape of a fits a island on a map. That's in the shape of a triangle. So there's a, a gap in the middle of her triangle. So that's probably where the treasure is buried. Right, right in the middle. Oh, good! They're finally leaving the hotel. So more feminist symbolism in this film. I just uh, this movie is very progressive for 1979. Um, less phallic, more yonic. <laughs> more yonic in this movie. Yeah. 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 I'm digging it. I'm really. I'm really. You know, Marie is an inspiration, and uh, she rides a motorcycle with her brother holding on to her, yeah. and she, using the power of the familiarity of a vagina, realizes that her necklace looked like a vagina, yeah. and that the treasure was in the vagina middle. Well, the treasure of, was always in the vagina. She just didn't know. It was like the the yeah. <laughs> she. <laughs> See, I had the magic with me with me this whole time. <laughs> you mean uh, I could go home at any time? Uh, oh, here's some underwater shot by it. And she's not even you know being like the pompous hero. She's just very like cash. Yeah, we're gonna. What are we gonna find down there? <laughs> Uh, she's probably great. Yeah, the we art of go seduction. Deeper. Yeah, go, di- go deeper. I'm so glad you brought an air mask. Um, you brought- oh yeah, they're both brother and sister going into the triangle together. Right. Yeah. Oh God. No, I think that's Donnie, and that's because she's still on the boat. That's Donnie Stuntman Marie. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's Donnie Stuntman Osmond with Stuntman Marie Osmond. Okay. Oh, this is yeah. They can't. They can't by default have their stars scuba diving, mm. because if they uh, died, uh, the insurance company would get really upset, and they would have to close down production. Interesting. So they have insurance liability. Yep. This is a cool little. It looks like a submarine or something, but. Yeah, it's strange. Like, what's how wrong is Hawaii that has still this garbage shit in the bottom? Like, if they're like, hey, in the bottom of the bay, there's this. <laughs> that's an awesome green screen. Oh yeah. You know, uh, their their variety show was produced by Sid and Marty Croft, who did uh, giant live-action uh, 60s puppet shows, like H.R. Puff and stuff. But during the 80s, they also produced a lot more variety shows. And I think of the Barbara Mandrell show, Mandrell Sisters, uh, as well. Anyway, that doesn't make up for the fact that... Uh, <laughs> They didn't find anything down there. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I like how she knew. Yeah, she doesn't care. Uh, okay, they did find something. But actually, this makes me want to go treasure hunting. Now I just want to, like, find 
um, you know, a shipwreck somewhere under the water. There's there's so many of them. Yeah. Well, didn't they discover something, I guess, around here? Some ship? What would you find? I mean, what would you expect to find? Like, some dead bodies and gold. <laughs> <laughs> dead body and gold. Yeah. All right, yeah. I just want to see the. I just want to scream a lot underwater. Um, <laughs> Yuck! Yippee! <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm nauseous. I'm rich. <laughs> rip a, yeah, rip a gold necklace off of a corpse and swim to the top. Oh, it is gold. This is your dream come true. Perfect. They did it. You found one piece of gold. That's terrific. There was terrific. no corpses there. I guess that would have been too edgy. Jesus, how come nobody found this stuff? Yeah, really. Donnie's going to be the... Yeah, he right. He should really be a blonde. I get that he's not a blonde, but he's like a blonde you man. Know, he was like the youngest, one of the youngest, because the Osmond family had... The brothers, the Osmond brothers had uh, like... They were on the show business circuit, and they had a certain look. And I don't think there was any blonde Osmonds at all. Okay. Maybe there are, but I don't think so. No, I just get that vibe from him. I'm generally speaking, I'm writing him off. I just assume Donnie is an idiot. But he's probably a really smart guy. He's probably a Renaissance man. Oh yeah. He's probably like, um, what's his face, Franco. <laughs> <laughs> he's like James Franco. He's like James Franco. He's got it all. James Franco will play Donnie Osmond in the uh, movie version. Oh, now that. If you watch uh, VH1 behind the music or, or behind the scenes, there's no, um, I think they did a movie on the Osmonds, inside the Osmonds, but they don't mention this movie. I like it's how they can only bring up one, yeah, one brick at a time, even though underwater yeah, it would weigh nothing. It'd be pretty light. I mean, gold bricks. Okay, two at a time. Good job. We're just going to hang out here in this public water. Those look like planks of wood. Those look like just wood They couldn't get real... You can't get real uh, gold for this movie. I know. I'm like, who are you people? You don't have a connection? I was telling Maria, but I have plenty of gold records, asshole. Yeah. 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 But still, they're doing a really good job of playing up the weight they're great actors, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so the henchmen are just f- watching from afar again. And waiting for them to do all the work. Oh, I see. Now they're showing up with uh, spear guns. Right. They're going to go into the boat and then jump up. So and this is shot This is shot in, outside, right? It's not a studio for them on the boat. That looks like they're in the water. So weird. But... I can't believe Mr. Peebles from Miguel Gorilla Show directed the movie. I don't know if he ever did it again. <laughs> no, he directed TV episodes. He was, he directed a lot of TV episodes, and he did a lot of voice acting work on shows. He was in Snorks. He was in a lot of cartoons, you know. Fun, 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 fun. Usually playing additional voices. Yeah, those are just blocks of wood, everybody. Um. Frogman. <laughs> oh, boy. Guys in wetsuits. Yeah, if you're into that thing, the PVC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm into a, the wet PVC. Look. This is San Francisco. There's got to be. Yeah, I like. Le- I'm into the leather scene, but the leather has to be soaking wet. Right. <laughs> okay, Folsom Street for coming up, everybody. Um, I'm going to throw water at people wearing leather in Folsom Street. <laughs> wow. I'd be like, oh, well, that's my fetish. Spear guns. <laughs> <laughs> soaking fetish. wet. 
And then that would actually yeah. be fun to have like a, a like a tank like for a dolphin or whatever, you know, the observation tank at SeaWorld. You have a bunch of guys swimming around in leather. Yeah. <laughs> that would be wonderful. You mean like guys dressed as frogs in frog suit outfits just making out underwater? Yeah, just doing like the mermaid thing underwater and everybody's watching up against the glass. Can you make out in scuba gear? I don't, I don't know. You can play touchy-feely, I guess. You could like... Yeah, they could do some weird interpretive. (laughs) (laughs) The ultimate fetish. The ultimate. Um, the wettest. Oh, look, you're just leaving that motor. This, uh, like, if I was Maria, I'd be all on that water motorcycle boat. Yeah, and then we get it. Oh. God, he's shooting the gun that makes that noise. Pitching. This was just a thigh shot. They didn't even. They're just like, okay, we need to see your thigh in this scene. There's going to be other stuff going on, but... She's getting on the water ski. Yeah. She has to get on the water I ski. I hope so. Pew! Kind of makes that sound effect. Pew, pew! God, it's so beautiful, man. I want to hang out in Hawaii. And it has that, like, grimy 70s look to it. Because it's beautiful. All this is beautiful. But the way it's shot, it just looks grimy as shit. Yeah. It's the film stock. Yeah. <laughs> it's the film stuff. Uh, yeah, these bad guys are just, it's like Home Alone 2 or something. Um, <laughs> incompetent. It's beautiful. Well, in Home Alone 2, they get the shit beat out of them. <laughs> like, if these guys were the wet bandits, which makes sense because they're in the water, <laughs> right. they would, uh, like, have things hit in their head and dropped in their foot and their hot foots and, you know. That would be more cartoony. Way more, yeah, 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 yeah. Not that this isn't cartoony. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm gonna need to do some. I'm gonna do some post research on uh, on this this whole thing, and then How I'm gonna watch a bunch of 1979 movies just to get some. Yeah, just gonna understand what else was there. Perspective, like what happened in 1979, <laughs> you guys. Call in and let us know. Can you please just call in and tell us what happened in 1979? You know, some TV shows, they have become a sensation. And then they come out with a movie from Justin to Kelly. Uh, the Monkees made a movie called Head. Uh, I wouldn't count Spice Girls. But there's, you know, like uh, Fire Walk With Me, the Twin Peaks movie. Right, That's right. interesting. Right? That was made by a direct film director anyway. So uh, I really love Twin Peaks, man. That What a great show. Yeah. You know, they, uh, and also they, Hum and Drive was actually a television pilot and that got rejected as a TV show. So he turned it into a movie. Mulholland Drive? Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. a great movie as far as like, that's like a les- lesbian, uh, that's a primer. That's like. A primer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of my first films where I was like, huh, I wonder if I am gay. Tits look great. Do you like, when you check, you go to a date's house and they have DVDs, you're like scanning them. See if they have it. Right. Do yeah. You have? Well, I gotta watch my. This is my porn, you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's a hot. Uh, a little race, a little film. So I guess he added all the dirty stuff after he realized it wasn't gonna be a TV show. But you could do dirty stuff in movies. But it's not a TV show. But they, you know, like Donnie or Marie have not taken their top off. No. There hasn't been any kind of like R-rated stuff in this. There would have been too much like incest think, press, you know. I don't think anyone even smoked in this movie. Nobody smoked. No, nope, no cigarettes. Just a lot of guns. They didn't drink. A lot of guns. A lot of. There grass wasn't skirts. a montage when them and Seth Rogen are smoking pot. No. Nope. Dancing to black hip hop. No. Nope. No. Nope. No weird. Well, there were montages, but we called them acts. Yeah, right. They did their act. 
So this is the big finale. Donnie <gasps> jumped on a helicopter uh, ladder. We're going to be rich. Famous last words. We're going to be rich. <laughs> but then, you know, the problem of becoming rich is that once you're rich, you can't say that anymore. You're like, I'm, I'm now rich. Now I'm, I'm rich. I'm currently rich. These tattoos are, like, dangerous, though. It wasn't, like, during the 90s where everyone got a hipster tattoo. Oh. This is more like I'm a carny and I have a tattoo. Right. And I live in Hawaii. This is a hardcore. Okay, this thing is like driving itself. Um, is there a bomb attached to it? Kawasaki. Oh, it looks like a bomb is attached to it. Down the jet ski. And I love right it. They know the they're going to die and they plug their ears. Yeah, they plug their <laughs> ears and then there's a shot of just a <laughs> random explosion. Mm-hmm. And then Marie looks kind of like, oh, we, we killed some, we're murderers. We killed those guys. They've been stalking. This movie is supposed to be us and they just ruined it by showing up. So, you know, good. She kind of Five minutes nails. by ourselves. Yeah. She's like, we gotta end this film. We gotta like go Those back the to the worst. airport. Go back to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> to the airport. There it is. Here somebody. It's so true. Like, done. We're done. Get out of here. We're back to Utah. We're trying to bring everything back together, you guys. We're trying to do a nice little, you know, wrap it up, make it a story. They gotta go home. <laughs> they gotta go home. There's one clear ending. Man, that chest hair. Uh. He has a gold chain that goes around the chest hair. And it's like the gold chain is not even immersed with the hair. It's like trying to, it's so slippery. Your husband. She's slut shaming the stewardess. (laughs) (laughs) Worst kind of 70s movie. You want to go see stewardess school? Yeah. Night stewardess. Hi, can I fluff your pillow? You're a slut. Oh, <laughs> I guess I'm right. I should find Jesus. Uh, Sexy Stewart is shamed. Yes. She's got a husband. Why are you flirting with my brother, lady? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Uh, I love how all the couples I meet now are like, oh, we're married, but, you know, we like to have sex with lots of other people. <laughs> <laughs> this is, she was very, this stewardess was very, like, ahead of her time. She is totally poly. She was swinging. She was swinging. Yeah. She kept dropping her keys in the fishbowl. She's like, well, your sister could have sex with my husband. and then <laughs> So there was another orgy, and this was kind of produced by, well, maybe the people I mentioned, but it was the idea was uh, called Darkness Falls, and it was completely black room. Dark room, there's no light. Yeah. But if you were there with your sibling, you have to wear identifying armbands, like yellow <laughs> armbands. So in this room of darkness you and you know you know where you guys are at oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. creepy as fuck but that's yeah creepy. oh yeah so you'd stay away yeah right right go to the other side yeah yeah i think i remember kicking my brother out of an orgy one time oh yeah you just got it got awkward well we all lived there i didn't know he was going to be home and then he showed up and there were all these people on oh, a yeah. bed and i was like scotty get out <laughs> you gotta go <laughs> you gotta go. Uh, he didn't stay no we could I, 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 I was like well it's either i leave or he leaves that's probably the sanest thing yeah oh they just uh the Mormon and the Jews just said no to a priest. And then they're on the plane and the credits are up. Oh, yeah. Professor Cruz, Kenneth Marr. Here's all these character actors we were Ted watching. Ted Edelman, Ted Cassidy, heard of him. Okay, Mark Warren. Ted Cassidy is large. Oh, right, right, right. Danny Wells, Charles Walker. Oh, yeah. There's a I like how most of them have the same. Okay, Tommy. 
Oh, so the TV host was not Don Ho. I just took a guess. That was Doug Moss Man. Moss Man. The Moss Man. Moss Man in the afternoon. Camille Almy, Maine Oxford. New girl. It sounds like yeah. a cut in a haircut. Maine, oh. Oxford. The Oxford, Maine. <laughs> We're listening to the uh, closing theme song. We are flying back to Utah. Flying back from Hawaiian ethnic adventure. It's so what's up with the head. gold? Like, they didn't keep it, huh? They're just like, we. the government's like, uh, we'll give you a plane ticket. All right, that's good. Yeah, maybe they cashed out. They didn't make that part clear. He's shooting the. I have to give credit to the photographer right now. It's second unit stuff, but there's you get this clearly see a plane in the air above the. So clouds. Western Airlines, there's people to thank, and the people in the state of Hawaii, Polynesian dance uh, shot at Spence Cliffs Hawaiian Hut Theater Restaurant in Waikiki. Waikiki. Good. So this was shot in Hawaii. They just didn't shoot a lot of Hawaii. They just yeah. <laughs> mainly shot. By the way, the motorcycle that we saw, courtesy of Kawasaki. So that explains why there's so much of it. Yeah. It had a lot of uh, product placement in this. It's going coconuts. Paperback available from Dell Laurel Leaf Publishing. Well, now that's the novelization. What happens in that book? Yeah, is that is that a um, graphic novel? <laughs> like no, it's a chapter one. <laughs> Donnie and Marie are excited to leave the theater. Oh God. That's, uh, that's yeah. Well, that's the end of uh, that movie. I want to thank dun, you guys. Dun, dun. Uh, for watching that with us. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you do have uh, quest more stuff, uh, if you're hungry for more, uh, check out a movie called Good Times from 1968. It's Sonny and Cher made a theatrical release movie where they have to make a movie and they decide to do sketches. And that movie is directed by William Freakin, who later did, of course, Exorcist and French Connection. So uh, I want to go ahead and do a little extra credit. And I'm going to, Donnie Marie were the spokespeople for Hawaiian Punch, which I think made this movie very tacky when it came out. But uh, I'm going to play a couple of commercials that are on the YouTube uh, of them, including a Christmas one, which oh, is yeah. very exciting. So, uh, uh, so thank you so much for being here. It's great to have you here. Yeah. Uh, do you mind plugging your stuff? Tell, tell people where they can see you online or if you have any big shows or something. And I'm going to get these commercials set up. Yeah, I, you know, I'm just going to – what am I going to plug? I want to I thank uh, – you know, you can see my mom in, uh, no, I'm trying. I don't have anything in my, my brain. I, uh, you guys, I haven't been sleeping at home lately. I've been sleeping somewhere other than my home. Um, so just my brain's off. I don't have any shows Are this week. Are you surfing or something like that? No, I've just been fucking a lot. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just haven't I been. I just spit out a drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I just. My, I actually, I have this week off, kind of. I have a show on Saturday, but I don't remember what it is. I got, sh- I got shows. You'll All find right. me. Uh, you know? I got you. Well, let's, uh, so here's a commercial from 1979, the same year that the movie came out, uh, advertising it. Let's see if we go. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, that rain. Pick up, pick up the Come on and go Hawaiian. Get a rainbow of taste. Luscious luau taste. Come on and go All right, so we got to find the Christmas one. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. So, so that was what, you know, and okay, here's one from, they've done this for a couple years from 1980. We're going to go high. 
She's trying to sound sexy, and then her brother shows up and deflates the moment. Right, you know. right, right. Steals the thunder. Steals the thunder. Big, big, big brother cock block. That's what he should be called. Just and this is to sell sugar water. <laughs> right, right. Well, you've got to be sexy when you're selling sugar water. Oh, i got to find this Christmas one. It's really funny. I've already said it a couple hundred times. All right, here we go. This is from 1981. Christmas. Oh, wait, we got to... Blah, 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 Christmas one again. So they're at a family uh, Christmas party, and the trees up, and they're singing about days. And one of their relatives is named Punchy. Hey, Punchy. Hi. It's the only time we talk to Punchy is at the Christmas party. Uh, And then there was this baby that Donnie just hands off to someone. It was all very. It was very. Somebody was just walking down, and like he he's holding his baby, and there's a man dressed up as as Punchy, the Hawaiian uh, punch mascot, and he's joining there, and he's wearing Christmas green and red. We Osmonds renew our love. We Osmonds. This is an Osmond tradition. A toast then. We Hawaiian punch. Of course. punch. Of course, Punchy. That's what I wanted at a Christmas family party is the relative named Punchy to drink more punch. Like, get him, why don't you stay away from the alcohol? Yeah, seriously. Uh, I, I, gotta, I right, can't so do some, Christmas parties. We're going to find some more commercials. Drinking punch, man. So you, you see what I mean? Like, it's a little weird and tacky that uh, it was shot in Hawaii. It's like part of their thing. No, they made this whole movie going coconuts to sell Hawaiian punch. They should have gone going punchy or whatever. I don't even know. There was no coconuts. No coconuts. We're gonna go Hawaiian. When you're picking a punch, you're picking a punch. Come on and go Hawaiian. The seven natural 
We're going to go Jewish with Edmund Bagels. Hawaiian drink. punch, fruit punch. Vitamin C, 10% fruit They don't say anything from the pick in the bunch. And speaking of the pick of the bunch, how'd you like an ice away? This guy's going to punch you. Yeah, it's very, ooh. Go Hawaiian. Go Hawaiian. I could play parts of the show if you want to see some of that. We, yeah, I, I'm feeling like this. these guys are... This was like, that's, this is TV. We're going to go Hawaiian. When you're picking a bunch. And they're dancing on a floor filled with food. And they have Hawaii. It's like, we're going to go to Come on and go Hawaiian punch drink mix. Seven rainbow flavors. With vitamin C, pre-sweetened. Or unsweetened. Just add your own sugar. How'd you like an ice punch? Come on, mom. Get unsweetened Hawaiian punch powder. Make a Kool-Aid. You can control the sugar. I wonder if you can make a Hawaiian punch in a jello. You can. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. And you just need a little gelatin to it. All right, so the, our good friend D- uh, Dav Evans 066 has tons of videos featuring Marie Osmond, uploaded by uh, Dave Evans. So, oh, yeah, so it's Dave time. Evans. Okay. So why don't we watch a little bit of something? Uh, Tired Donnie Marie pilot with Bob Hope. Here, why don't we watch uh, Harlem Globetrotters? Okay. So this is the full episode. Says, oh no, yeah. yeah, it's a video ad. Yeah, YouTube ad. Skip ad. Imagine if performances break down to like, you could skip this performance in five. I was alone. I took a ride. I didn't know what I would find. Oh, you know what? I don't really want to have this singing in there. Singing the Beatles, no less. This is all fair use. There's Bob Hope. And softly murmured someday soon. I don't get that costume that he's. He's got. dressed up as Miranda, uh, Carmen Miranda. Okay. Okay. And he's that's the joke. But he's so like, Bob Hope doesn't even know where he is at that point. So yeah, there's a lot of their music stuff in here. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what? Let's go before all. Let's play some Nutritive System commercials. Yes. Yes, we want to see her after the, the boobs. Because Nutrisystem actually makes your boobs grow. That's the whole thing. Yeah, I just want... It's so good they have these infomercials on... Oh, 28 minutes. Jesus. It's bad enough when they come on TV. Yeah, what's your short one? Let's get yeah. the... just. Here's one that's only four minutes. Let's get the breakdown. I'll never forget that moment. Look at her hair. The moment I realized I was overweight uh, and I needed help. Terrible. I remember thinking, I she don't want to be this anymore. I was 50 pounds overweight. A little? 50. Yeah. Yeah. I needed to 50. do something about it. 50. But what? When Nutrisystem has celebrities, talk the to the camera option. about it. They're always and backstage. With Fast Buy from Nutrisystem, you can lose weight fast. Lose five oh, pounds. That's a break. Thanks. I lost 50 pounds on Nutrisystem. And it's completely changed my life. They don't the pay better. well. Nutrisystem. Order your 28-day my weight plan right now, including so Fast Buy. Like get one week of specially designed meals. Plus one week of energy. Shakes free. Um, and one week of gravy crusher shakes free. Nutrisystem helped me get my life back. And seven years later, I'm still a believer. I just see them bombarded with her. Now and make today the moment when you start looking yeah. and feeling great. And feel, oh yeah. my god. Yeah, she I mean she you know, it's I don't I don't regret I get plastic surgery, I get it. I just hope that I never do it. Well her lips look different, but it's fine. I mean people look people people look like people, you know. 
Yeah. There, she still kind of looks like she's herself. She's one right half there. of the most famous brother We're and sister singing uh, team I ever. Live. And today, yeah, she's in the half. news and on our stage, Marie right. Osmond Live. If you're headed to Music so Without Borders in Chicago this week, you'll want a room. Yeah. We're decoding the hotel star ratings just in time like for your yeah. family vacation. Hey, it's Yay. all right here. I can't right wait to now. see Vacation Resorts. Live. Phillips Live. Okay. Ivor.com. Oh, wow. What year is it? Oh, right, 19, Hello, Village Live from Universal wow. Orlando Resorts. Well, that's what we did in 2007. Many of us have grown up with our first guest. Right. We've watched her blossom since she was oh, a child. Oh, we did watch her. I guess we watched. We, I guess we did America's watch her blossom. We just watched her blossom. So yeah, there's all the Osmonds we're watching on the screen. Count them, eight children. Please welcome Marie Osmond. Yay! Oh, <laughs> I know, right? Osmond. Yay! Oh, she can't, it can't be her. See, she looks like a normal human being. Like, just yeah. Like, I don't really care about the body. Right. I mean, she was 21 in that movie. Yeah, so no, she, she does. Looked, she looks we like look a great person. at 21. She not, looks like a person. Yeah. Yeah, that's the baby from She's got Ed Hardy. She's rocking Ed Hardy. So, as a millennial, you had no fucking idea. Yeah, no. That's about right. That's <laughs> As someone who's familiar with Space Jam and nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just feel like I barely know Space Jam. God, that cult really freaked him a lot. Maybe that's for the better. Yeah. 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 So we're watching, uh, let's see what else we have about. You want to see some Donnie stuff? Oh, so you know what? Actually, I'm going to, so one weird thing Donnie did was celebrity boxing. Yeah. Okay. So she's getting into her fem talk right now, though. She's like, to be a woman with a career at three years old. <laughs> Uh, 30 years of recording country music, pop records, yes. now Broadway theater and things like that. Yeah. But she has to tell us because uh, none of us know. People kind of remember you from different eras. Right. You know, like right. like uh, our age was Donnie and Marie. All right, so I'm gonna. Cool. Like we're going to. The, yeah, I got. Yeah, right, go. like I heard what I needed to hear. Yeah, I don't mean. So here we go. Celebrity boxing. Donnie Osmond. Oh yeah. Huh. I thought Osmond was part of the boxing. Donny Osmond gets upset. But I don't think it says, all right, let's watch the last six minutes. Yeah. I thought he fought. All right, let's go ahead and watch. Now, we saw enough Marie on a talk show. Yeah. We're killing time until 4 o'clock, by the way. Oh, we're Because I, I want to have a full two hours. Oh, when you first, oh my when God, you, you guys got to watch Donny Osmond gets upset you YouTube video. You, you, on the road, touring at 6, which mm. people watching so this will find extraordinary. I know where you're going on this. That particular story hit me a bit, actually. Yeah, it hit me hard, too. It you actually punched me. <laughs> I wrote a letter. I was about six or seven. Yeah, I can't believe saying. we can't find the actual fight. And I wanted you. to come home. I wanted to go back to the sandbox. I wanted to go see my buddy Scott Bramwell. I wanted... I uh, wanted well, let's hear the description. Donnie yeah, gets upset. Hard out on the road. Gets interviewed, gets yes, upset. It's but it's difficult. Any good comments on this? On the road, especially as a six-year-old. He was on Doing the road three at shows six, a day. man. He gets to get upset. Each day in a different yeah. town. Setting up her own this is, uh, His parents tortured him is what that? he's saying. He was years old. Yeah, I don't yeah, think... Uh, I thought Donnie was Peter and pretty much. We're looking at the comments the now, right now. And, uh, YouTube comments, that's more important. And, uh, didn't like it. When is he going to get upset? Yeah, I'm going to have like, to do I know, you have to like go forward. And the way this uh, interview is shot is like a talk talking head recap. Can we talk about something? I can tell by your reaction that uh -huh. even now, looking back on that, you find it quite sad that you, you almost lost your innocence uh -huh. as a child. <laughs> 
this kind of provokes some interesting thoughts in my mind look, that I've never really explored, and that is, this maybe is the reason I feel that way. Is he saying anything irrelevant? Because of what I've been through. One of those cases where, let's get to the end. Let's yeah. just suppose right. it for a second. So I'm looking at the video image that the I never lost my career. Scroll to part that I never went through the teeny bopper image. Maybe right about here. Let's suppose the Donnie relaxed and realized that he'd just be himself. Everybody loved him. Everybody. Oh, well, that's a waste. Uh huh. Yeah. I wanted him to do like a, a Christian Bale, you know, get the fuck out of here. Just <laughs> totally. Yeah, I wanted him to get up and like push something away. I mean, that's kind of cheap. It's like you're pandering on your YouTube channel. And you're like, look oh, at this guy's going to get upset and barely. Yeah, bad title. Redo your title. Redo your titles. Yeah. Okay, I thought he was in Slurry Boston. Donnie Osmond starts whining about how hard it is to be a child star. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and, then, and then he gets into the, the meth use and uh, starts talking about speed. I thought Donnie His Osmond fought in Slurry Boston. parents actually put it in cookies. <laughs> All right, so I guess we're going to wrap this up. Uh, oh, uh, okay. No, that's I don't, no, that's not Danny. No, that's Tito Ortez getting punching. <laughs> okay, uh, no. But let me put on this one instead. So I want to thank you. If you're listening uh, to this point, uh, I'd love to get your feedback. You can contact me at, at Spiegelmania on uh, the Twitter. And uh, uh, we do have the blog spot. Let's watch a full-length uh, movie on YouTube. We'll have the YouTube movie posted. I'll have a link to play the podcast. And you Pretty can me. sync them up and play them together. Uh, but I want to thank you guys so much. Thank you, Alyssa. That was great. Thank, thank you, you, Mike. It was great to have you yeah, here. Uh, we'll see you guys again uh, next episode. We are on iTunes. We are L-W-A-F-L-M-W. Oh, fuck it. Anyway, bye. <laughs> Let's watch full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. Hi. Let's watch full This is Carl. Movie. I'm Mike's friend. On YouTube I wrote Michael this song. Spiegelman. My turn-ons are sad sheets. I like to pee outdoors. You should follow me on Twitter. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Mutiny 
Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak sailing. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission High vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for awesome events and updates. The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting 